<clears throat> Hello everyone and welcome to another Chatterbug stream. My name is Max Roberts, let's learn some English. So, it is an advanced stream today, so I hope you are ready to concentrate. Um, we are talking about monsters. Monsters. And these are monsters that you might not have heard of before. So, you've obviously heard of vampires and zombies and werewolves. Well, today we're going a bit more difficult. So, we're going to do it. I'm going to show you the name of a monster. You have to guess what it is, and then I will explain properly. Um, so, just to let you know, it is difficult today. Some of these monsters, even English speakers, will not know. So, let's start with our first one, starting a little bit easier, with a monster called a poltergeist. A poltergeist. Now, if you speak German, you might find this easier. A poltergeist. Uh, hello, Valerie, and hello, Isegul. Good to see you. Welcome to the stream. So, a poltergeist. What is a poltergeist? Is it a ghost or spirit that makes noise and moves objects? Or is it a ghost or spirit that appears only in mirrors? What is a poltergeist? Hello, Kenny. Good to see you. Welcome to the stream. So, a poltergeist. Is it a ghost or spirit that makes noise and moves objects? Or is it a ghost or spirit that appears only in mirrors? Hello, Ali. Welcome to the stream. Good to see you. Welcome. So, it wasn't easy. Well done if you said a ghost or spirit that makes noise and moves objects. So, in ghost lore, this means the stories that people tell about ghosts, a poltergeist is a type of ghost or spirit that is responsible for physical disturbances, such as loud noises and objects being moved or destroyed. So if you're sitting at home and something flies off the shelf, you would go, ooh, that was a poltergeist. Uh, so a poltergeist is like a ghost that throws objects around, that moves things, um, could be very scary, really. Um, hello, good to see you all. Hello, Wisa. Hello, Farah. Hello, Seren. Uh, and hello, Voduk. Welcome to the stream. So, a poltergeist is a type of ghost or spirit that is responsible for physical disturbances. So, it's like a ghost that can actually move things. A physical disturbance, something that disturbs you physically. Um, next up is a ghoul. A ghoul. I like that word. A ghoul. <laughs> a ghoul. So I want to know from you, what is a ghoul? What is a ghoul? Is it a half-goat, half-human creature with horns? Or is it an evil creature that robs graves to eat the bodies? That robs, that means steals from, graves, as in where people are buried, to eat the bodies. What is a ghoul? Um, Amistad, yes, in English we say poltergeist. It is a German word, but we also use the word poltergeist in English. A poltergeist. Um, very good. 
Um, hi, Miguel. Good to see you. I'm very well. Thank you. Um, and uh, Valerie, I think poltergeists usually make a mess. <laughs> I don't think they tidy. Um, hello, uh, Odell. Good to see you. Um, good. So a ghoul is an evil creature that robs graves to eat the bodies. Let me show you. A ghoul is a demon-like being or monstrous humanoid. So humanoid means something that is like a human. Uh, the concept originated in pre-Islamic Arabian tradition, um, associated with graveyards and the consumption, this means eating, of human flesh. Modern fiction often uses the term to label a certain kind of undead monster. So something that is undead is like a zombie. So something that has died but has come back somehow in horror movies. Um, so Hakim, poltergeist is the type of ghost we were talking about. Uh, so maybe you missed the first bit of the lesson, but it is a type of ghost that makes noise. So a ghoul is a demon-like being or monstrous humanoid um, that robs graves to eat human flesh. Ooh, creepy. <laughs> Next up, we have a chimera. A chimera. Um, so this is from ancient Greece. There's a clue for you already. A chimera. So if you speak Greek, maybe you'll know it. So a chimera, is it a monster with the head of a lion, the body of a goat, and the tail of a dragon? Or is it a monster with the head of an eagle, the body of a lion, or the and the hind legs of a horse? So the hind legs are the back legs of a horse or a four-legged animal. So you say the four leg the hind legs and the legs in front. Uh, the hind legs are its back legs. So what is a chimera? Is it a monster with the head of a lion, the body of a goat, and the tail of a dragon? Or a monster with the head of an eagle, the body of a lion, and the hind legs of a horse? What could it be? Um, very good. If you said a chimera in Greek mythology is a fire-breathing female monster resembling a lion in the forepart, a goat in the middle, and a dragon behind. So that is a chimera. And I think they also eat people. So if you say resembling, it means it looks like. So it resembles a lion in the forepart, a goat in the middle, and a dragon behind. That means it looks like. Um, very, very good. Don't worry. Uh, learning English, don't worry. Uh, it won't be too scary. These are all imaginary animals. Hakim says a ghoul is very famous in ancient Arabian literature. Amazing, very interesting. Um, I've tried to do monsters from all over the world today, so I hope that there's a lot of different monsters in. Um, and Chris says Hercules killed the Chimera. I think it was Hercules. It's definitely ancient Greek, um, so I think you're right. Right, next up is a banshee. A banshee. Uh, a banshee. And I want to know, what is a banshee? A banshee. 
Is it a dog-like spirit that lives in the moors of England? So a moor is where there's a kind of a lot of water on the land, um, a lot of water and lakes and like mud. Um, or is it a female spirit who heralds, this means they call or announce the death in the family by wailing and screaming? What is a banshee? A dog-like spirit that lives in the moors of England, or a female spirit who heralds a death in the family by wailing and screaming. Um, and it looks like a lot of you know this one. Um, well done, most of you got this right. So a banshee is a female spirit in Irish folklore who heralds the death of the family member, usually by screaming, wailing, or shrieking. <laughs> I don't know what banshees sound like, something like that. Um, a banshee is a female spirit in Irish folklore, this means it's from Ireland, who heralds, this means announces, the death of a family member. So if you hear a banshee screaming, it means someone could die. Oh, that's scary. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> but yes, a banshee is an Irish female spirit. Um, next up, we have a will o' the wisp, or a will o' the wisp. A will o' the wisp. Quite a fun word. I like that as a word. A will of the wisp. A will of the wisp. Um, what is a will o' the wisp? What is a will o' the wisp? A creature that lives under bridges and eats people who cross it, or ghost lights that lead travellers away from the path. What is a will o' the wisp? Will o' the wisp. Sounds cool, the name. A will o' the wisp. <laughs> what do we think it is? Is it a creature that lives under bridges and eats people who cross it, or is it Ghost lights that lead travellers away from the path. A will o' the wisp. So very, very good, everyone. If you said the second option, ghost lights that lead people away. So a will o' the wisp is a flickering light or lantern, especially over bogs, swamps, or marshes. And it is held by a supernatural creature who uses it to lure travellers at night to their demise. So lure means to um, bring, like, attract something over to you with something. So the light attracts the traveller, and then the traveller goes in the water following the light, but then dies. This is a will of the wisp. Quite creepy, really. Flickering light or lantern, especially over bogs, swamps, or marshes, held by a supernatural creature who uses it to lure travellers at night to their demise. To their demise, um, it means their death or their downfall. Um, lovely. Let's look at Yeti or Sasquatch. Yeti or Sasquatch. Um, so the first question is... What is a yeti? What is a yeti? Is it an ape-like creature that lives in the Himalayas? 
or is it an ape-like creature that lives in North America? What is a yeti? An ape-like creature that lives in the Himalayas or an ape-like creature that lives in North America? Where does the yeti live? Hmm. Hi, Kira. Welcome to the stream. Good to see you. Um, and Valerie, what kind of monsters are cockroaches? I mean, they're real, so they're not really a monster. I think it's only a monster if it doesn't exist. Eh. But if there was a giant cockroach, that would be a monster. What is a yeti, an ape-like creature that lives in the Himalayas, or an ape-like creature that lives in North America? Well done if you said an ape-like creature that lives in the Himalayas. Well done. So, yeti and Bigfoot or Sasquatch are kind of the same animal. They're sort of like a giant monkey ape creature, but one of them is from the Himalayas in Asia, the Yeti, so it's kind of more in the snow, whereas Sasquatch is in the forests of North America. So Yeti is from the Himalayas, Bigfoot or Sasquatch is from North America in the forests. Um, and this is another one that people pretend, or people say they have seen. I don't really believe it, but people say that they've seen this. So, uh, the Yeti is an ape-like creature that lives in uh, the Himalayas, and Bigfoot is an ape-like creature that lives in North America. Next up, we have the Loch Ness Monster. The Loch, Loch Ness Monster. Loch Ness Monster. And so I want to know, what is the Loch Ness? Ness monster. What is the Loch Ness monster? Is it a dinosaur-like creature that lives in a lake in Scotland, or is it an enormous bird-like creature that lives in the mountains of Wales? Who or what is the Loch Ness monster? It looks like a lot of you know this one. So well done. He's really famous, apparently, the Loch Ness monster. Um, so some people call him Nessie, Nessie, uh, and here's the Loch Ness Monster, um, and Nessie is a large, long-necked creature that has long been reported to exist in the waters of Loch Ness in Scotland. So a lot of people say that they have seen Nessie in this lake. So people always say that they saw Nessie. So people think that Loch Ness, uh, that the Loch Ness monster exists. Um, I don't know if it's true. For me, I don't believe in it. But some people say they have seen it. And it's sort of like a dinosaur that lives in Scotland. I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not sure about it. But People do go to Loch Ness to see if they can spot the Loch Ness monster. Next up, we have an ogre. An ogre. An ogre. Not ogre. Ogre. Um, and I want to know, what is an ogre? What is an ogre? Is it a big man-like creature that eats people? Or is it a big lion-like creature? that eats people. 
So in English, if you put like at the end of any word, it means things that look like something else. So if I say human-like, it means it looks human. Whereas if I say plant-like, it means it is more like a plant. But it means it isn't one. So if I say something is plant-like, that means it's not a plant, but it looks like a plant. If I say something is human-like, it means it's not a human, but it looks like a human or does something like a human. Um, so very good if you said an ogre is a big man-like creature. An ogre is a legendary monster usually depicted as a large, uh, hideous man-like being that eats ordinary human beings, especially infants and children. So if I say depicted, that means how it's described in stories and books and pictures and films, usually depicted. Uh, Shrek, from the movie Shrek, is an ogre. Shrek is an ogre. So maybe you know the movie Shrek. Next up, we have a golem or a golem. A golem or a golem. I say golem in my dialect. I say golem. Golem. So what is a golem? What is a golem? Is it a creature made of straw and grass that is brought to life when someone dies? Or is it a creature made of clay or earth that is brought to life by a ritual? What is a golem? A creature made of straw and grass that is brought to life when someone dies? Or a creature made of clay or earth that is brought to life by a ritual? What? is a golem. What could it be? Um, good, most of you know this. Well done. Most of you know this. You're saying a creature made of clay or earth brought to life by a ritual. That is correct. A golem is a creature formed out of a lifeless substance, such as dust or earth or clay, that is brought to life by ritual incantations and sequences of Hebrew letters. The golem, brought into being by a human creator, becomes a helper, a companion, or a rescuer of an imperiled Jewish community. So imperiled means in danger. Um, so if the community is threatened, the golem comes to life to protect them. Uh, and yes, well done, Chris. It is from Jewish folklore. So... A golem is a creature formed out of a lifeless substance, such as dust or earth, that is brought to life by ritual incantations and sequences of Hebrew letters. So it's kind of like brought alive by chanting. Um, and it becomes a helper or a companion of the person who brought it to life. Uh, and next up we have a kraken. A kraken. A Kraken, and I want to know, what is a Kraken? A Kraken, is it a giant sea monster, usually like an octopus, that sinks ships? Or is it a giant bird monster from the Middle East that is big enough to eat elephants? What is a Kraken? Is it a giant sea monster, usually like an octopus that sinks ships? Or is it a giant bird monster from the Middle East? that is big enough to eat elephants. 
the Kraken. Hmm. Don't sound scary. Both sound a bit scary. I want to know what is it. Well, well done, everyone. If you said a giant sea monster, usually like an octopus. Um, so originating in Scandinavian folklore, the kraken is usually depicted as an aggressive cephalopod. This means animals like squids or octopuses. Those are all cephalopods. So the kraken is usually depicted as an aggressive cephalopod-like creature capable of destroying entire ships and dragging sailors to their doom. That is a kraken. A scary animal, I think. A kraken. Ooh. Ooh. Next up, we have a rock. A rock. Um, and I'm not going to quiz you, because in the last question, I said, I asked, is a kraken an octopus-like creature, or is it a bird-like creature? Well, a rock, a rock is also from Arabic mythology, and the rock, or root, was an enormous bird of prey that was reportedly large enough, that means people said it was large enough, to carry off and eat full-grown elephants. So it's a giant bird of prey. Eagles and hawks are birds of prey. They're birds that eat other animals. Owls are birds of prey as well. And the rock is a giant bird of prey that is big enough to eat elephants. My god, that is a big bird. Of course it's not real, but it comes from ancient Arabic mythology. So everyone, Thank you so much for watching today. We learned about lots of different monsters, uh, advanced monsters. So, like I said, these are some monsters that not even English speakers know. Um, but it's good to know because if you're ever writing or describing and you want to describe a monster, this is something that you can use. Uh, so, you know, you talk about a giant sea creature, the Kraken came and smashed the ship, for example. So thank you everyone for watching. It's been a lot of fun. And I hope you learned some things. Uh, ah, Eva Lee says Kraken is also in One Piece, uh, the TV show. Very good. Very, very good. I've not seen that episode. Um, but thank you uh, and a happy November to you too, Valerie. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you all very, very soon. Until then, goodbye. Bye-bye.